Cincinnati's ready for the Big 12. It's, it was time for them. I am fired up. It's yeah. a blessing to be able to be in this league with y'all, you know, putting on for UC. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Go Beer Cats podcast. He's Darren. I'm Brandon, and we are here to talk some Bear Cats hoops. I'm excited. Number one, because we're winning again, Darren. We're winning again. We're on the bubble, hardcore. Are we in trouble? We're, we're going to find out. We're <laughs> going to find out because there's there's games left to be played. Uh, until we get into all that, though, Darren, how's it going, sir? It's going good. Uh, we both sound like we're doing better <laughs> in the the, oh, yeah. the upper respiratory uh, area. Um, yeah, no, good to finish the weekend on a, a win. Uh, so, um, uh, things are looking up. A little bit of sunshine yeah, it, coming through. So it's, it it's, is. It's you know, I thought it would be a little warmer today, uh, but it's all right. There is sunshine. I my I have a voice for the first time in over a week. <laughs> I can breathe well. Um, I'm going to be able to taste this beer fully as we we sit here and talk some some Bearcat sports today. Um, so let's, let's just let's just do it, Darren. It is like we said, the sun is shining. Uh, it is almost. It, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll call it. We'll say it is officially box season here. I went with the the Mad Tree Gutenbach today. Of course, brought to you by the Delhi Liquor Store. It's where I picked up a whole six pack of this. Uh, one of my favorite Doppelbox that they throw out here in the city. So. I'm going to be keeping warm or warmer with this, uh, this here today. What do you, what do you got, uh, in your cup over there? I know uh, you got something. just, just some agua. I, uh, wow. you know, a little bit behind, I, uh, uh, you know, inside baseball, I, uh, woke up not too long ago, so <laughs> can't really throw beer in the belly just yet without anything in the stomach. So, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I kind of, I woke up and I was feeling pancakes this morning. So I, I made my wife some pancakes. So, you know, got a solid base there for, uh, for this, uh, this, this beer that we won't, we won't say what time we're recording today, but it's early. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, after this, uh, my, my goal here is to reorganize the basement, which is where the studio is here. So, uh, we'll just keep this thing rolling into, uh, a nice little, nice little afternoon. Sounds right. Hell yeah. Let's, um, we, last time we were together, which wasn't that long ago, we did a full episode dedicated to baseball. Uh, if you've not checked that out yet, that'll be up, uh, all season. Baseball season is just getting kicked off. Go listen to that, that episode. We're still working on getting it, um, some of the, uh, roster deep dive in that you put together for us. We're working on getting that on the website. Hopefully that'll be resolved sooner than later. Uh, Technology is not cooperating with us completely, but check out that episode so you can uh, sort of learn the ways of college baseball with us, uh, right? We're, yeah. we're certainly no uh, experts on uh, the realm of college baseball, but we're working on it. Uh, so check that out. We, 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 well, I, did some work and Darren did a whole lot of work putting that together. So check that out. Uh, and in the meantime, if we would have recorded this late last week, Darren, we would have probably not been in a very good moods. Uh, we'd come off of back to back top 10 home home losses. 
to the likes of Houston and Iowa State. Uh, things were looking kind of bleak for us until we go down to Orlando and pull off, um, I don't want to call it a miracle of a game, but it's the next best thing for, for a must win. Let's, uh, let's go back to last week. Let, let's, let's start and let's talk. We have a whole lot to get into. We got, we got performance. We, uh, this is going to be a loaded episode here. Let's start back at Houston. Number five, Houston in fifth third arena for the first time uh, since we've joined the big 12 with them. We take a five point loss in a roller coaster of a game. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you want to play – I mean, with those home games, those are the ones you want to win, especially in the Big 12, because winning away, as everyone has said at this point, and be at the point of death, it's not easy. Um, you know, obviously Houston has just been a complete team for, you know, what, half a decade at this point, pushing a decade now. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so they've buddy. been ready for this transition to the Big 12. Um, but, you know, we were hanging with them. Uh, I, I'd say midway through – about the 12th to 11th minute or so, um, it was more so we were kind of hanging on not to get put out of the game. Um, in, the, in the second half? In the second half. Yeah. Uh, like the, the, the game they started out with, we spotted them like 12 points. It, was, it looked like it was going to be a 30-point blowout of the John yeah. Brandon era type of game. Uh, and then defense sort of stepped up. The, the, the last four minutes of the first half, we looked great. The yeah. we couldn't buy a bucket. They couldn't. They couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat. I, I'll credit our defense to a lot of that. We went on a, a tear where we were able to to get to the bucket and find our way offensively. And at halftime, we are feeling really good about this game, yeah. especially considering how bad the game started off with uh, some ter- like just all around terrible performance. Yeah, I mean, and it's. And it wasn't a case of like our, our our some of our bigger weaknesses, you know. It wasn't like a. I mean, we turned the ball over more, but it wasn't one of those, you know. Uh, you know, fifteen twenty <laughs> anomaly turnover, yeah, turnover yeah. games. Um, you know, Dan Skilling showed up. You know, when we, you know, we needed him. Uh, we just really kind of fell short. Uh, I mean, we didn't shoot great from uh the three point line. A little bit, just a little bit better than them. Uh. 23s though attempts six of those made um you know three of their 16 so it's not like they we weren't in similar boats at that point we just made a few more to (laughs) to kind of ultimately help keep it uh, close we shot all right from the the free throw line um could have done a little better that 72 percent i'll take that from this team yeah absolutely i mean you always wonder where the points could have come from (laughs) in <laughs> that yeah like those that could have made the difference uh you know maybe a few of uh, some better sh- uh, shot selection uh within that that mid uh second quarter uh mm-hmm. stretch um but again you play what ifs the same can be said for them so i, th- I think they just kind of outlasted us at the end of the game there yeah i'm not- I have to say, I um, it's well documented. I was not shy about sharing this. The the seats <laughs> I had for the Houston game was, I mean, a check it off the bucket list type of type of seats. Row one, right behind the Houston bench. Mm-hmm. Um, that experience in and of itself was was phenomenal. The only way it could have got better was if we'd have beat Houston. Yeah. Um, Mister uh, Kelvin Sampson, he did not have a shirt tucked in. 
once he came out of the tunnel and he knew that I thought he looked sloppy. Um, I, asked, I asked him on numerous occasions to tuck his shirt in. He, he, he refused to listen. Um, and it was overall phenomenal experience. The, the size of these guys on the court, like th- it does not look the same. If you are setting up upper decker, like, uh, you know, you, like, like normal, like these guys are giant down there. Uh, and it's the game is so much more physical up close as well. Like you don't like these guys, all of them take a beating yeah. as soon as they step inside that three point line. And it, it's it's pretty crazy to, to see the difference there uh, with what, you know, just the, the different vantage points. Um, the, but you, you were right the I think they they went up 10. Houston went up 10. Yeah, about. It was less than 10 minutes to go, I know for sure. And their their entire coach, not their entire coaching staff, but several of them looked into the stands and said, this one's over. Like, yeah. They didn't <laughs> like, like, this one's over. And we, we took offense to that. Um, Coomer definitely let them know what he thought about it being over. And as it was, you know, right down to the final minutes, I think they threw on the uh, UC threw on a press. Uh, they got a they got a dunk off of that to sort of sort of seal it. But um, how hard they played and how they are right there with the number five team in the country mm-hmm. is I thought it was it was a great sign of you know what this team can do. And you look at the box score, you got three different guys uh, with over ten points. Yeah. Uh, I think um, Newman had a good game. Uh, that one, I think he had ten, and then uh, Jizzle was like, I mean, Samson talked about him a lot in the press yeah. conference afterwards. He definitely showed off what he was capable of, and of course, our main man Dan doing Dan skilling things. I think he <laughs> led the way uh, for us that game, uh, which it's it's kind of nice that I mean, in the last I, I don't know how many games, Darren, you could like five, yeah. six, seven games. Skillings has been pretty consistent in being that guy that can go get a bucket. Yeah. Off either off of an offensive rebound, take it to the hole. His uh, three point shooting seems like he's taking better shots. Three, yes, like from the three. It's not that his sh- his shots have started falling a, a better clip, but he is taking the better shots. Uh, the more open, he's not forcing three pointers or anything like that. Uh, he's taking great shots to to make himself look like a, th- a better three point shooter. So w- I think yeah. we'll, we'll circle back to Dan later, but yes. definitely this this stretch here. Uh, and the Houston game definitely he shined as well. Um, yeah, uh, we got to go back. We, we play them again here in our, our final stretch, and we'll, we'll talk yeah. about that. Um, but man, we uh, we I'd love to have that game. We we yeah. we owe Houston a loss. I don't know when's the last time we beat them. I don't even I don't even remember. Uh, I like looked it up and I I instantly lost it again. <laughs> but, um, it had been a while. Uh, it's it's it's, a, five, it's, a, it's been at least five years. Yeah. It's because Brandon, Brandon never beat him. Thir- Man. Uh, yeah, I mean, it might be going on six years now since we beat yeah. Houston in a basketball game. Uh, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, it's uh, – <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's uh, – um, it, it, it's – yeah, I mean, they, it's funny because they've lost to us overall more than uh, we've won. Um, mm-hmm. But just their tear they have been on – um, has been ridiculous, and no, it, it actually hasn't been. I guess it's been pushing almost five years. It's close. It, it was in it was in the 2019 season, 2020. Okay, they beat they lost away to us. Um, 
is what it was. Uh, I want to say it was like 60 something. Uh, yeah, no. So, yeah, we barely beat 64, 62. So, <laughs> that was all the way in 2019, 2020 season. So, 2020 in February, right before uh, the old Panorama Ding Dong uh, took us all out. Um, <laughs> and then they uh, got us right back later that season, like March 1st. Um, and then they went on a tear since then and just turned into a powerhouse. So, yeah. Last note I, I want to throw out here, and I, I just want to throw out some uh, some foreshadowing, if you will. In the in that Houston game, Vic Locken, 0 for three, and I believe all three of his shots were from beyond the arc, and his minutes were severely limited in this game. Thirteen minutes for Vic yeah. uh, on a total of 0 for four shooting. He, he had yeah. three from beyond the arc and, and one. Uh, one inside there um that's not we'll talk more about that later yeah (laughs) but that's a a glaring uh box score sort of uh stat to look at there more on that later though uh i don't have anything else here on houston other you know it was a phenomenal game thank you dr dave and mary for hooking me up with those tickets um i hope dr dave comes through again yeah um i think he could so we'll we'll see we'll see if we're back court side i went up to i, I saw t nail putting his headset on uh and we'll talk about t nail here in a little bit as well but uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> him and i i he's a a decently good friend of mine uh i consider him a friend i don't know if he considers me a friend but i went up to him as he's putting his headset on i was like t nail oh he's like hey what's up b how you doing i was like dude they let me in the front row for this game <laughs> he's like, oh my god they did not i was like yeah dude it's gonna be awesome he's like did you pay for those tickets it's like hell no! Come on, Terry. Yeah, yeah we're, not, we're, not, no. we're not of a of that. Uh, that I was like, you sold me my house. You know how much money I make. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was a good time. I hope to uh, one day get back that close to the action again. Um, yeah. Let's let's go into Iowa State here because things a did less not glamorous. <laughs> a little less glamorous. Um, we it's just like they were beating us over the head from from the get go here. We almost broke a, a record uh, for most turnovers in a game. I won't say almost, but we approached it. I think the record was 31. We had 25 turnovers in this game. Yeah. And it was brutal. We, it's funny. We had 25 turnovers, but out-rebounded them also. Wait, what, what in the world? <laughs> uh, shot actually pretty solid for, I mean, I don't say complete. It's probably worth shooting 50%, but like 39, you know, pushing 40% uh, free throw shooting or three-pointer shooting, you know, and – Almost more out of survival than uh, <laughs> than, yeah. than uh, just uh, being hot at that point. It just was not a great game, um, and like you 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 tell yourself uh, that you know when a team starts pulling away like that, because uh, you know we, we stood with them. We, it, it wasn't it wasn't the normal uh, we go down like 10, 12 to start the game, or we go up you know ten and blow a lead. Like we we were trading blows there for a bit. To start we were the right game. there with them, despite yeah. having like nine turnovers in the first like twelve minutes or yeah. something like that. And they sold into the game, but we didn't. And then it just it they just pulled away. It, it just the, it, the bleeding did not stop. Um, you know, we were lucky to be within ten. That's what I was about ready to say. The it the game was not as close as the score shows. Yeah, like I feel like they beat us by like. 25 30 points and nine or whatever it is we were lucky to 
that the box score shows that because it did not seem like that if you watched the game. Uh, no, not at all. Like, and like, like I said, we're lucky to be within 10 to go into half, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when you go into half like that, you know, the, 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 the idea is, okay, well, you better go hot, get hot to start the second half, you know, shut them down, pull, you know, maybe pull within, you know, five or so. And that just didn't happen either. They just <laughs> poured it on. And, you know, it just, it was not fun to watch. Uh, you, you felt like you were bleeding <laughs> watching, the, yeah. watching the bleeding on the, on the screen there. Um, it, it just, you know, as good as Jizzle is, it's crazy that your freshman is the one attempting to be the spark plug in that game. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, as good as he is, as much latent, you know, just uh, latent talent he has, that's not what you want to see, especially if you're just someone watching the box score. That's not something you want to see <laughs> when you look back at this game. Yeah. Um, is that your freshman is is the was the dude uh, that game, um, and he got time in that. We'll talk a little bit more about him too uh, a little bit later. Mm-hmm. For sure, um, but they just just you know beat the snot out of us. Um, you know, I mean, I was they're not they're uh, you know <laughs> they're not not top ten for nothing at that point. Um, you kind of heard a lot of people say at the end of that, well, it was a top 10 team, you know, and that, <laughs> what did you expect to happen? And it's like, well, we're clearly, we're definitely capable of having a better game than that. You may not yeah. win, um, but if, if the, if the logic is going to be, it's like, oh, what did you expect to happen? It's a top 10 team. Then how far along are we in this project? If that's the consensus. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's not the. I mean we play. I mean Houston, we played. Uh, maybe it was a little bit of a Houston hangover. I think we we yeah. had that before uh, when we played Houston, a very emotional, hard fought game. And then we turn yeah. around a couple of days later and play another great team in Iowa State. But I mean that's. I mean that's not the first top ten team that we played. I mean tw- BYU was twelve when we beat them. Mm-hmm. Houston, we played closer. Kansas, we played closer at, at you know at uh, Fog Allen. So yeah, I don't I don't I don't buy that. I think they they just came in and with a. Um, mm-hmm. like a game plan to m- make our inexperienced guards work as hard as possible. Yeah. And they said, we're going to really put these dudes to the test and see what they're capable of. And uh, people that we asked to take care of the ball could not do that in any way, shape or form. Kind of, kind of exposing that, that young uh, experience there at point guard or, or anyone that's we've asked to handle the ball this year. I don't, people were really upset about this game. Like, oh, our roster's this and the team is this. Like, I I think Iowa State just came in very prepared for the game and exposed a weak uh, uh, weakness that we all knew that we had. Like, I'm yeah. not like, of course, I want to win the game, but I'm yeah. not I'm not going to fold the program because we lost to Iowa State. In that <laughs> yeah, there was a there, like, I, thanks for reminding because people definitely want to to fold the program. Yeah, <laughs> it was after like, that, um, and then like, followed up with news that uh, you know. Wes's name is, uh, you know, in the top of the oh, coaching carousel. And it's like, <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't wish bad on myself in that result uh, to be petty. But, you know, with some of the hot takes, and it's kind of like, well, you guys, see, you, you're talking, don't, don't, you're going to get what you wish for. You know, yeah, I, I don't want I mean, it, but. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up because we didn't even, we didn't even game plan for that. And that was, that's, that's some, some major news there. If, if your coach is at the top of someone's list, mm-hmm. like a 
especially like I'm not saying like I wouldn't consider Ohio State a, a, a you know a blue chip program in any way, shape, or form, but they have won some national championships here in the you know in our lifetime. They got the uh, yeah. So and they've got they've got they've got money mm-hmm. uh, and they've got a fan base. If they want your coach, odds are your coach is pretty damn good. And, yeah. Or you know very promising, still very very young within the game yeah. uh, and life. So, uh, yeah, I'm not trying to – I'm especially not trying to lose him to Ohio State. Like, if North Carolina yeah. came calling, I, I would get it. Yes. Like, it's one – I mean, it's North Carolina. It's like – It's home. It, it's home. It's one of the, the uh, you know, meccas of, of college basketball now yeah. with its history. I get it. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd be real, real perturbed <laughs> if he would go to Ohio State. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so – uh, that was a little tangent we didn't need yeah, to plan for. Um, I'm, I, I'm hoping Mick takes the job because things are not going <laughs> well in Westwood. Uh, he was on that list, I think. Let's uh, let's hope he gets that interview. Uh, let's uh, see, uh, Nor- Nor- Norwood Tech's coach also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, w- that would be weird. I don't know. I didn't know. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if he burns Xavier twice, that would be so funny. It's funny because I had mentioned, and this is getting off tangent, but I had mentioned that, like, uh, <laughs> they were talking about how uh, Helm and uh, uh, Steele uh, mm-hmm. were on was still, yeah were on Travis the list Steele, yeah. yeah it was yeah. on the list and I was like I, I had mentioned I was like yeah both those guys kind of deserve to not be uh, coaching D one ball right now at this point yeah. uh, maybe D two because they definitely had some scandal I mean Steele was a little bit more of a fall guy a little but with the recruiting scandals back in you know <laughs> with the Adidas yeah. and. and yeah, I was like, I, I kind of mentioned it. The Xavier fans did not like that in the in the chat, but I mean, it's kind of kind of true. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, but sure. basketball is different now. It's a different co- college sport is different now. Um, so yeah, I kind of left it let bygones be bygones at that point. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> you don't want to get what you what you wish for in that situation. And Wes, <laughs> he's he's young, you know. Like you said, he's going to tell yeah. it like it is in his pressers, like. You, you think he likes losing? <laughs> he, I mean, he's yeah. obviously mentioned it and said it to us, but like that guy does not like losing. Like you can tell, you can see his demeanor, how he carries himself. Um, yeah, everybody, wants to, everybody wants to ship him out. Well, I'll say everybody, but you, you got some loud hot takes. You yeah. know, asking him to be shipped out and to move on. Sometimes building programs just take times. It, it doesn't happen overnight for for schools like us where we're at. Yeah. You yeah. know, but we don't have the backing to. <laughs> instantly turn a program around like that. Yeah, gotta, gotta be a little more slow and steady. Um but on the happier pastures, you see let's talk let's talk about a win. Yeah. Let's talk about a win. Yeah. Orlando Tech, the Hilton Knight managers. What a, <laughs> Disneyland Walt, Branch Disney Campus. Butlers, I don't know whatever you want to talk, <laughs> call them. We beat them again. The mm-hmm. season sweep. Uh and we did so in dramatic fashion. 76 74 on some late-game heroics by none yeah. other than Jizzle James, mm-hmm. whose father may or may not have been in the crowd. Um, apparently, he is a Where's Waldo, hard-to-find and identify type of guy. Uh, and then we had CMOS coming in clutch as well down down the stretch. Uh, what This game made me nervous. My heart was beating, skipping beats as I uh, as I was watching this on Saturday. It was, it was stressful. Yeah, I, I thought... My worry during this game was like, okay, well, we beat them dramatically at home, and then kind mm-hmm. of tore away at the end because they could, they just kind of fumbled the desperation attempt uh, when they played us at home here. Um, 
I thought they'd be looking for some heavy revenge. You know, two teams familiar with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that we were just going to have to be prepared for a rock fight. Um, I think they, I think the the pundits thought that too. Um, that was just going to be just <laughs> the classic uh, old school pit game where we had, you know, where you set basketball oh, yeah. back uh, a few years, and uh, it's nothing <laughs> but defense. Um, that was not the case. Um, we started off really hot. Uh, oh, yeah. And I ask, you know, just one more for once, please. If we're crushing a team at the beginning, um, pour it on. Like, we, yeah. we just cannot seem to to blow out a team when we have the chance to blow them out. Um, it's so weird. Well, some, I, I mean, I, I threw this out in the Discord, I, mm. maybe on Twitter. Um, I, I jumped on a, a, a post-game Twitter spaces and talked about it. And right along that same line, Darren, we're up, uh, I don't know, we're up double digits. Yep. Uh, Dan has 10 points. I don't know if he's missed a shot yet. He's on fire. They literally have no answer for him whatsoever. Yeah. He's on the verge of taking over the game. Like yes. he could have, by halftime, you know, it's, it's you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But what like at halftime, maybe he had 20 points. Yeah. But Wes subbed him out in the middle of his hot streak. Yep. Like he's – I don't know if he'd missed a shot. He's got 10 points dominating the game, <clears throat> and they, and he subs him out. And I, I don't know if it was – I don't know why. Like someone – like maybe he was tired. You're not yeah. tired when you're dominating the game. You have adrenaline going. You're a, a top-tier D1 athlete. Like there's no way you're tired when when the shots are falling like that and no one has an answer for you. Yeah. He gets subbed back in a couple, I don't know, long enough for him to fall out of his rhythm. Yeah. And he starts out 0-4. Yeah. Once he's subbed back in. That really made me mad. Yeah. Um, I'm Obviously, it's several days past the game, and I'm still mad about it. Because yeah, like what said, minute they sub him out? I forgot what exact minute they... It was... Um, it was probably around maybe this eight nine minute mark, I would guess. Yeah, I mean, he'd be pushing the rotation at that point a little bit, but you know, yeah. maybe leave him. In, I, you know, maybe he caught something that we just missed. You know, yeah, but like, my, I trust Wes on that to a degree. You know, but yeah. I, I feel I feel what you're saying. He's hot. You don't want to destroy the hot hand. I get it. And like you said, like, um, st- stay on it. Step on their throats, mm-hmm. like. It, it just seemed like okay. Now it seemed like, all right. Oh, let's let's get Dan out of there. Like mm-hmm. we're up, we're good. And yeah. like, it's like they took a breath. Yeah. And by subbing Dan out, it just fell things, apart. Yeah, things just bit. didn't. Offensively, they didn't flow. But they didn't get back in that flow right away with, with him out. It, it and made we had me a mad. second chance too. Like when yeah. when going into the second, like going at, coming out of the second half, we had another chance too to. Pull mm-hmm. away again because we we hit like I mean we started to a little bit we went up like fourteen at one point uh, yeah that was uh, the lead of the game yeah like it was like forty nine or forty like yeah forty nine thirty five <laughs> like that was that was the point there where we we showed up and then UCF just got hot and now start making stops and not for like lack of effort you know they I mean we out rebounded but they still had thirty three rebounds. Mm. You know, a game like this where like what's their their big man's name? He um I'm I'm impressed by him. Um he, he blocked Aziz. Oh Diallo Diallo? Diallo, yeah, man. He is he's tough. He yeah. reminds me of like um like an like a, a Louis a, a big east Louisville player. Like yeah. it seems like he's just like he's just like 
you don't want to you certainly don't want to face him in a street fight and it on the court he he's just tough you're not going to get anything easy with, with him around yeah i mean in that same breath i mean we focus on Aziz, but jamil <laughs> yeah buddy um you know millie like he i was i was i was done with him for a second mm -hmm. he turned it on just at the right time because he had two crazy bad turnovers yeah right before he just turned it on and started you know snatching balls out and you know you know making great reads i was like okay well <laughs> you, you proved me wrong that second but he was dangerously close to to because like that's kind of when they started kind of rolling back into the game a little bit he had like just two like energy given like turnovers almost back to back to them and it's not that it's like yeah. you know players don't turn the ball over consecutively sometimes but like in the fashion they happened like one was yeah. just snatched right out of his hand uh -huh. you know <laughs> it's like nah. but no then he just turned it off you know like I, I, something clicked for him and he you know got big got tough um you know was streaming the ball had a few shots fall for him too uh and and really really helped carry that game you know there's some unsung heroes <laughs> really in that game um but yeah that no, we made dramatically close Freaking, uh, you know, Darius Johnson. Not that he had like a crazy amount of threes, but he had some distant shots still that were, you know, pushing beyond the arc, mm -hmm. where they were just falling for him. Uh, and I even said, you, you saw me saying like, we cannot let Johnson get hot. He's getting, hot. <laughs> you know, sixteen points contribution for them. Um, you know, again, not like he went off for a bunch of threes, but like a lot of his shots had some air on them and some distance. They were just were dropping in for him um he's a good player he's a good ball player he can take those contested shots pretty well so you know sp speaking of, of of ucf players here what is it every time ucf made a made a play they the camera panned over to their bench yeah and i have not seen that many punchable faces since <laughs> I've looked at the roster. all I of mean, them all of them has have very very punchable faces and i couldn't believe that there were that many just one right after the other i was like oh my god where do they get these guys i mean that's just a testament to his team i mean we, there's a fight we lose let's be real about that but <laughs> um no i mean that's just a testament to his, his his recruiting honestly you know that he gets guys that just get in your head gritty yeah. tough you know just dig at you the right way uh i'm pretty sure alan uh found did alan foul i want to say um yeah, on one of you. I think so. Um, yeah, they definitely like, had a foul out. Yeah, I, he, he's probably definitely one of those guys you're talking about. Um, yeah. Just does the that right white thing dude number zero. That dude. Oh my god. Everybody's Super got a vibes guy that you, that yeah that does a lot of talking when things get hot, and he was one of yeah. them. <laughs> um, but uh, no, like it again, dramatic fashion. Um, it's. It, <laughs> Again, you, like I said, you wonder when's the chance we can just put one of those games away against a quality team where it's like we have the chance to step on their throats. Um, rivalry game, regardless. So it's going to get chippy. It's going to oh, be yeah. dramatic. Um, yeah. BJ Taylor, I think, was the color commentator. Yeah. I don't know if, if that – definitely last name Taylor. I, I forget his yeah. first name. But he, he played with um, – Taco Fall and that team, yeah. And like, I mean, he was, you know, talking about like, which I kind of enjoyed and appreciated, talking about the the rivalry that went back to that era, yeah. uh, of of UC and, and UCF, and you know, I, I liked hearing uh, you know his insight on the thing. So it's this is like, yeah, I mean, yes, it's going to be a football rivalry, mm -hmm. um, 
you know, but it, it's it's quickly becoming a whole school rivalry. Yeah. And I, you know, that basketball history there with with his teams uh, and Taco yeah. Fall. Um, and I was uh, Johnny Dawkins Jr. He played there, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and then now, now it's a, a cool storyline that Dawkins is the Duke guy, and Wes Miller's the UNC guy. So that's a little, you know, added. Uh, yeah, you know, to it as well. So uh, I, I think beyond that, though, Darren, there's I think there's three storylines to talk about here, and two of them I want to ask you about now. Okay. Yeah. Does Dan need to be a full time starter the rest of the way? You know what? Let's before we get into that, let's just cap off the end of the game. Okay. This is so okay. Rolling. Yeah. Well, um, to cap off the game, uh, they had a chance. You wondered if uh, they were going to. The, I think that it was on everybody's mind. They were going to shoot the three, and are we going to foul them when they shoot the three? It's going to go in, and I think that was the dread, right? I, you could feel the vibe like this is going to go in. They're going to shoot three. It's going to hit, and they're going to get fouled for one. Like, did Aziz foul him? I mean, who says? I'm going on investigation, right? <laughs> I, I, I can't believe they didn't call it, to be honest with you. Even I know, so? Like, the, the only thing that might have saved us is, is, I mean, a bandango is in the air, without a doubt. He's off both feet. The dude shooting it jumped into him. Yeah. I don't know if that's a, a rule like it is in the NBA. The shooter can't initiate contact. That could have been it, maybe. But that, that I mean, and I mean, at... at, at Orlando, like, and and they didn't get that call at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have seen it. I could have def. I if he would have made the call, I, I couldn't have been mad. But yeah. I think the only thing that saved us is him jumping forward into yeah. Aziz ever so slightly. I think they were prepared to let it let him play because they knew it was going to be a physical, just last you know second yeah. play there. I think they were prepared to just prepared to let him play too. Um, and then not just that, the timeout, the phantom timeout, you try to call. Oh yeah, yeah. He, I was like, I was like, if they, I saw him like, I'm like, I'm like, if they give this to them, <laughs> they didn't have one though. They did have, but like crazier things have happened, yeah. and like, because he he that he was 100 trying to meta game there. Yeah, I mean, and, we, I mean, they'd have gave him the, the if they if the ref would have gave him the timeout. I mean, that's still our ball. We're shooting free throws for the technical. So yeah, that I mean, if they call, that's what I'm saying. Like, with, like at, he tried. Yeah. He that was the last ditch to see if he could get it. Yeah. You no, know, and but. Luckily, he did. Um, what about so? What, what about the jizzle in the clutch? Yes. Um, and he he was one of these other storylines that I, that yeah. I want to ask you about here after yeah. we finish this. Talk about, no, let's talk about Dan. Yeah. He um that, that little hesitation step. Whew. He hit he hit him <laughs> twice. One at, at the uh, at, at the, the three point line. He hit him with it. Yeah. Got to the 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 block. Hit him with it again, and then easy layup. Yeah. I, I mean that that just looks so smooth. So yeah. smooth. Broke that out at the right time. Yeah, uh, I, I was pretty pumped after he hit that. And even when he uh, he got fouled and fell into the, did not know this. The president of First Watch or CEO owner is a, a Disney Tech uh, booster. Okay. They, at one point on the, the radio, they're like, uh, oh, you know, because Jizzle went up, got fouled, and like went into the stands. Yeah. And fell into apparently fell into the lap of, I guess, the owner of First Watch. Food's terrible in my opinion, but you know that's. Yeah, uh, well deserved. Um, but yeah, to answer your question, to put a ball in it, good game. Uh, Dan Skillings, uh, yeah, I think so. He's growing into himself. Uh, I mean, young talent, obviously. 
uh, he, 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 I think he's earning himself starting minutes. If not next game, it's, it's coming soon if he stays consistent. Um, uh, I think Jizzle, uh, should, he's not going to be a starter yet. I think he works great as a bench guy. He just does for the time being. Uh, okay. Okay. Day has got a little bit more of that edge. So, so let let's let, let me phrase it to you this way: not a starter yet. I, I'd probably agree with that. Uh, last four minutes of the game, it's it's crunch time. Yep. You're we're in it. Uh, do you trust him more than Day Day right now? Uh, hard to say, just because. I mean, Day, I mean, not that Day Day is that much more experienced, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Day Day gets he draws some good fouls. I will say that. <laughs> um, yep. he's a little he's a little bit more worked into the system. Um, so I think that's kind of why he's he gets the nod uh, a little bit more. Um, but I'm almost afraid to mess with that mojo because just Jizzle is like is such a good shot of energy to pull okay. out. Um, when you need it, and then yeah, at that point, you you put him in. You put him in at the end of the game. Like if he if he's provided that battery, he's got the motor going. Um, he's will because it, it's been a, more than a few times at the point where he's just willed mm-hmm. <laughs> us to either yeah. some wins or comebacks, or, or is the one fighting hard enough to keep us in a game because he's just he's just built like that. Um, so yeah, I mean. He, it's starting to get there if it's not there already. Where he and he he what he did earn the back half of that game, didn't he? He, he stayed in. Oh yeah. yeah. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't regret that at all at this point. Uh, I guess it'll be the better question. Um, it's just I mean, again, he comes from a he comes from a, a, a you know a background of just competitors, <laughs> a father who's who's accomplished. Um, in the in the world of athletics, um, so maybe that's just ingrained in him. Uh, but it, the the it's impressive just the 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 grit he has. Um, he still makes some freshman mistakes. Those have started to kind of diminish as he's gotten more playing time mm-hmm. and been coached up throughout the year. Um, but just the 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 go and the 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 passion and uh, you know he's not afraid to just go at it. And I think because of that confidence is, is, is why a lot of those shots end up falling. And, you know, people kind of tend to pull off him a little bit too. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Maybe they're afraid to get the foul. He, he's just so quick. I think that they don't want to get trapped and it just works out. <laughs> um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, so it's just been impressive. It, I mean, and of course, Skillings is, they're just both growing into the players that we know they can be. Um, and as they do that, they become more confident. They let, they make less mistakes. They, they're getting coached up. It's the back half of the year. We're, we're pushing into March soon. Um, I think we'll have our answer come tournament time, if not the last few games of the season on both of those guys. So let's, so let's, let's sort of, transition into this this bigger picture darren we've we have uh we're at home this wednesday against oklahoma state sitting 11 and 14 only three and nine in conference uh but they just beat number 19 byu Mm -hmm. so that's you know a little confidence booster for them 
three of the last five for the Bearcats are on the road. Yes. Um, one of them against Houston. Uh, the other one, uh, Oklahoma, who's still in the top 25. Um, we talked about this last time we talked Bearcats hoops. Mm-hmm. What's we can, we, you know, we can go back and, and sort of revisit that as well. Yeah. But what's the, what's the Bearcats got to do to, to, cause right now they're projected a first four out team, even after beating UCF on the road as a quad one win, yeah. um, still projected as the first four out. What, what we got to do to, to get off this bubble and leap forward? Yeah. Um, of course you want, like I said, we need two, we need two out of that stretch from West Virginia mm-hmm. to all the way to, to the end of Iowa State. Yeah. Because we needed two out of that stretch. We lost one we shouldn't have lost to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, and we basically, I mentioned we needed a surprise win to steal one from one of those teams. We stole one against Texas Tech, but we've lost to West Virginia. It's over. It's done with. That was weeks ago at this yeah. point. But um, for UCF, essentially, we. We just need to be the so looking at looking at our conference here, right? Um, oh, lost it. Where's my? Uh, there we go. Looking at our conference, we got Kansas State, uh, UCF, Oklahoma State, West Virginia. Uh, basically, everyone uh, who is uh, what I say, uh, well, the Balmar Conference. Basically, we are the as it stands. Uh, well, the Texas as it stands is the best of the worst in our conference right now, in terms of how we're ranked. Um, looking at who we got left um, to play, outside of Houston and Oklahoma, we are facing the bottom half of that conference. Mm-hmm. We need to be the best of the bottom um, to get in. We need to beat Oklahoma <laughs> State, New Kansas State, West Virginia. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, for sure. Um, yeah. That's going to put us um, at 20. Uh, and then we need to look convincing against uh, Oklahoma State and Houston, basically. So um, let me. This was just shared in the Discord. Sorry, uh, Houston. Yeah. This just shared in the Discord uh, from uh, Gross Mata, eight fifty-eight. I don't know if I'm saying that. If I have the vowel pronunciation <laughs> off there, but uh, he shared this as we were recording here, Darren. It says so. The UC Bearcats odds to make the NCAA tournament by win total. Mm-hmm. So we're at sixteen right now. If we win one out of these last five, we have a zero percent chance of making it. If we win, if we get to eighteen wins, that we have a basically a one percent chance of making it. If we get up to twenty, yeah, we have a sixty-five point three percent chance of making it. Yeah. So, at taking four out of these last five is a tall, tall task. If if we only get to 19 wins, if you take three out of the last five here, you're only looking at less than 20% chance of making it. So to be solid, leaping forward off the bubble, you got to take four out of these next five. That's, that's a tall task. Mm -hmm. Um, I can, I can see three for sure, but that's going to require you taking care of business against TCU on the road, who is a solid team. Yeah. West Virginia has already beat us once. Uh, Kansas State at home, I feel pretty confident about. They're tied in the conference. Uh, Jerome yeah. Tang is having a – he's had a lot of issues there with uh, a lot of things going on. Mm. Definitely underperforming this year. Yeah. But then you got to beat a, a, either a top five team in Houston or a top 25 team in Oklahoma. Um, damn. 
We need it. Yeah. Basically, we need to go. We need to go. Uh, yeah. We need. We need four. We need four. Well, actually, what says four out of six? Actually, I think right. So like, um, we oh, basically we have to we basically have to come out on top against the unranked teams all the way at the end there. We gotta be Oklahoma State. TCU become TCU becomes our most important away game down the stretch. Yeah, because that's our most likely. That's our that's our best matchup and best possibility to win going on the road. Because everybody else, you know, Kansas State and, and West Virginia and, and Oklahoma State are all at home. Uh, yeah, TCU becomes our, which is weird to say you, your unranked opponent becomes your most important game. But as far as like capability of a must win for sure, them, you know. Yeah, and, that and, I mean, yeah, or I mean, Oklahoma. I mean, that was a close game here yeah. in fifth third. I mean, I think that we ended up losing by three or four you're, points. You're gonna still one for sure to guarantee. I mean, yeah. you're, you're gonna have to win. You're basically gonna have to win uh, either uh, three. Out of those four uh, non-ranked teams, plus still a, a, a rank, a ranked win, are you going to beat them and look close against those two ranked teams? Um, let's, look, let's look at it a, at a different way here, Darren, yeah. as I'm looking at our schedule. Okay, so we have not – okay, so to, to pull this off, to, to let's let's call 20 the, the, mm-hmm. the magic number like in baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get to 20, you got to beat Oklahoma State mm-hmm. at home and you have to beat TCU on the road. Yeah. That would require so the Bearcats just won on Saturday. That would give us a three-game win streak in the Big 12. We have not done that yet this season. And the last time we beat three teams in a row this season started with Stetson, Evansville, and then BYU. Um so it's been a minute since we we've, we've won uh we've had a, a three-game win streak uh which is just, you know, a different angle to look at it, but yeah, for sure. I mean, you feel okay if, if if you lose to Houston again, top five team on the road. Yeah. Um, although, I mean, last year I think Temple beat them at home at, at, in Houston last year. So, uh, you know, crazier things have happened. One, two. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to you, you got to find a way to take four of the last six. Yeah. Hold that thought for the people at home. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. As Darren runs somewhere to to do something here, uh, I'll I'll fill a buster here by myself. If I'm picking the the four games to, to for the Bearcats to, to, to win to get us to 20, again, 20 gets us a 65% chance to make the NCAA tournament, according to teamrankings.com. So Oklahoma State, got to win that. That's at home. Got to win at TCU. Yeah. You beat Kansas State at home. And then you beat West Virginia at home. That gets you to twenty. I'm, I'm yeah. just I'm just picking my four games here, Darren. As yeah. I'll, uh, filibustering. If, well, that's if why I'm, that that's why that West Virginia game we lost, and then probably like that Texas or Oklahoma game before brutal. becomes more important. Or just like you know, losing to Xavier. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know mm. that 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 those three games became really important down the stretch, and I always figured 21, 22 would have been like the safe number for us. For sure, a good season for us. So now if we're fighting for twenty. So if you're talking about twenty-two wins, Darren, yeah. according to this, uh, that gives the Bearcats a ninety-eight yeah. percent chance to hit the tournament. Yeah, twenty-one gets you to ninety-two uh, percent. So some of those uh, drop games from earlier in the season, those would have been comes back bites you in the ass. Yep, especially in conference stuff. So yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, shout out real quick because we forgot to mention him. Uh, I think Seamus has started a roll in too. Uh, yes, as a yes. reliable player, I uh, have him. Forrest, yeah, uh, 
obviously Newman's just steady as just your your senior leadership, but I think our offense is starting to come get generated with skilling, Seamus, uh, uh, you know, Jizzle, and then obviously Aziz is just good on the the interior there for some of those rebound shots and high uh, shots that don't go in. Um, that seems to be where most of our productivity is coming from. So we're, we're, we're starting to see, finally, it, it really settle into the bigger picture here. Um, and now to the uh, elephant in the room, Black Sheep, uh, Vic. <laughs> what is going on with Victor Locken? Um, well, I mentioned before, like, I think some of those sh- shot selection, uh, and this is obviously, you, you don't know what's in someone's heart and in the lock, what's going on in the locker room. Uh, practice every day, things like that. It felt like some of those shots he had taken before he started to get his mints reduced even more was him just trying to get it back, get it all back. You know, those threes we saw him taking, uh, it feels like he was just trying to get something going for himself again. And all he needed was just one to really lift himself up. At least that's the, you know, the, 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 the mindset of a competitor, in my opinion, you know, when you, you, you falter. Um, is you just need that one thing to go right to, to you know, spark. You need that jump to get the car running again. Um, meanwhile, the rumor mill is well, it's not so much a rumor. I mean, according to Ter- Terry Nelson, uh, well, I guess you call it rumor. You know, according to Terry on the broadcast, uh, Vic allegedly. Yeah, I think people have heard it. Uh, let's okay. not. <laughs> um, All right. Yeah, let's not. You know, but he alleged that Vic does not practice how he plays. And, and Wes is a guy who is very much practice how you play type of guy. Uh, not in those exact words, but basically Vic is not putting in the effort to practice and he's not in love with practice. Um, crazy. If that's really the case, um, you know, early in the season, it seemed like Vic kind of had the team on his shoulders mm-hmm. um, and he was going to be that dude, that leader, you know, he was getting a lot of praise, getting a lot of interviews, get, you know, um, and even coming out last year, you know, we were relying heavily on him. And at some point, I think he's kind of lost it. Um, you know, obviously he disappeared a lot in the rebound game once Aziz really got integrated. Um, it was hard to run both of them on the floor at the same time. Not quite sure why, but it just, you know, I think Vic started having trouble finding a role in that. Um, yeah, it's just. Up. I mean, we brought him in for you know the theory is we brought him in for size for that specific play of defense. You know, you know when he got in to the game, his first uh, minutes of the game. Um, and obviously you hope things work out for him. Uh, you never want to see a, a young a young man falter uh, in the, what he loves. So yeah, I, I don't I don't see until like I mean he got he got, he was in six seconds yeah. max uh, yeah. at the the Central Florida game. I, I don't. Unless something you know, something can always always change. I, he just is not. When you put him on the floor with uh, Aziz, or you put him on the floor with with Millie, he's just not. Um, I don't think he's athletic enough to be yeah. the four that we need him to be. When when you're comparing him to the ath- the uh, the athletic abilities of Dan Horde or Dan Horde, <laughs> Dan Skilling. <laughs> <laughs> in order not maybe on the golf course uh, of of skillings who is that you know can run in from the three point line grab an offensive rebound and do and just you know has all the athleticism in the world who also is undersized at that position but but plays the position I don't think Vic is 
uh, he's not adapted well to moving to the four on this team. And when you have those two two giants in the paint, it clogs things up. And then we fall in love with a three, which we all hate, and things don't turn out well for us. I don't know what Vic's path is to more playing time now. I don't know what he has to do to – you know, to get things together and, and, and get his minutes back and get his production back, which is what the team misses the most. Yeah. Because he's, he, I mean, he can be a, a double double machine. Uh, I just don't know what that is right now with six games left in the regular season. We'll, we'll, we'll see how Miller plays it, but I'm kind of at a loss uh, yeah. for Vic since, uh, since he was out with that illness. He's just n- not been the same. Yeah. No, he has not clicked back in. And it, mm-hmm. yeah. But getting minutes back is going to start with him getting his production back, though. He's got to start showing. <laughs> showing it's a catch twenty two, though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I need I need minutes to be productive, but yeah, uh, I'm not going to get my minutes until I'm productive. So it's like, well, and, well, and if the rumor is that he's not practicing well either, then it maybe, starts maybe that's it starts there. Yeah, yeah, but then it's also like kind of cycled back into itself. You know, he's kind of shrunk inside himself and then maybe practice isn't going well at that point either because yeah who knows what's going on with my athlete you know we got a whole expanded you know uh, uh a field of sports psychology now for these very right, reasons right so we wish we wish him the best because it also obviously brings the team its best um but also you just want to see someone do well for themselves so yeah um, you know, we've we've went 53 minutes on bearcats basketball like i think we could keep going i think usually we could i mean there's just so much going on and there's a lot of hype and we're playing meaningful games in in mid-february and into march so it's fun uh let's hit on the the lady bearcats here and and there's some uh we'll talk maybe just a a minute on baseball Mm. and a couple other things that are coming up uh in the near future as well yeah um but tell tell us about the the lady bearcats what's going on with them uh and and where they sit i think they have four games left in the regular season yeah not uh not having a good time right now uh they're on a three-game skid they did beat ucf um twice um that, that was the last win, 67-61. I also figured that would be another revenge game that they'd want because we kind of mm-hmm. made it dramatic when we beat them the first time. Um, but, no, they, they showed up and showed out for that at the end. Um, and then just, you know, BYU, 69-57, uh, Kansas, 75-60, uh, and then TCU, which you're hoping that you could be a little bit of a get-right game. Um, I mean, obviously, they've started working people back into being healthy at TCU, uh, you know. But they won 79, 72, just uh, a lot of turnovers mm-hmm. on our in that game for us. Uh, we had 12, they had like uh, five, 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 they had six. Um, uh, we, you know, they just were just a little bit more consistent than us. And when it came to the uh, shooting from the floor, 40 for field goals and then uh, 40 uh, for uh, three pointers, we were 44. Uh, for uh, pushing 45 for three-pointers, uh, but 36 from the field goals. Um, but then uh, <coughs> we even shot pretty good from the free-throw line. We just didn't have get sent to the line very often, which is the problem. Yeah. I think we had two attempts uh, at the free-throw line, uh, which was crazy. Oh, actually, no, sorry. Bench had uh, uh, um, two attempts from the free-throw line. So, like, a lot of our stars were getting sent to the the um, the uh, bench or sent, sent to the line, uh, but I think 
they just they just made the points where they they, they just basically made the points where they needed to. Uh, you know, we didn't convert enough. We, I mean, seventy three percent is great, but we mm-hmm. left uh, seven points out there on the board on that that point that that portion. Um, and it's crazy because we're we, they're they're three and eleven in conference, and we were uh, we're four and ten. So, you know, you were really kind of hoping them to t- catch TCU, trying to to claw back into it because at that point they were on a five game skid. So Ooh, yeah, um, TCU's had a rough season. We've we've talked about yeah. that before on, on here. They've had uh, devastated by injuries this year. Yeah, and to be fair, the last three games before us were a gauntlet. Though they played all ranked teams. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, Texas put the hurt on them. <laughs> um, yeah. It was, yeah, it was crazy. Um, but I mean, they, okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say I, they sit twelve and thirteen right now. Yeah. Four games left. Um, you know, you got to think the goal is to to be five hundred. Yeah. Uh, you know, for for the season, that's kind of a, a tall task, I guess, when you have uh, two top twenty five games left, and one of them's against Baylor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But you know, I I would like them to to see them get to 500 or as close as possible. Uh, to say you know, year one was not a, a losing season under under Merriweather. I think that would uh, that would be you know, definitely a sign of uh, growth and progress for for the program. So I don't, I don't know if they can do that with Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Baylor, and Iowa State left. Um, but that would certainly you know try to get as close to. Uh, well, even Texas Tech kind of put the the hurt on us. I mean, to be fair, Texas Tech is. Um. Mm, yeah, they beat us by t- almost twenty the first time. Yeah, I mean, like, well, yeah, we well, we won against Texas Tech, but you just don't know how you're gonna catch them. Um, oh yeah, you're right. My bad. That is, uh, I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. read or see colors right yeah, now. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, we won against Texas Tech, but you just don't know. How, I mean, they're they they have yeah, a, they have a better them. record, but you huh. hope you can catch them again. So yeah. your hope is Texas Tech, and then a good hard fought game against Iowa State. Um, the hope would have been win all three TCU, Texas Tech, and Iowa State uh for yeah. somehow um to to finish uh you know at five hundred. But this season isn't a loss. I think we acclimated well. I mean we're unfortunately bottom of the conference a little bit, but the fact that we won some games at least yeah. within the conference is a good start. Um we just and we just played a gauntlet this year too. I mean you played ranked team in Colorado uh, North Carolina State, um, Kansas. Yeah. I mean, the Big Twelve itself is just full of ranked teams. Um, Oklahoma worked their way up into being a ranked team this year, um, and they beat us pretty handily um, early on in the season. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I think it's so far. I think it's been a pretty good. The experiment's been successful. Uh, you're hoping the seniors can at least go out, uh, you know, okay fighting against Baylor. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I think TCU would have been it though the big send off. Who knows? Maybe they can snatch one against Oklahoma. Oklahoma, uh, yeah. Catch them off guard a little bit, but I mean they also have just played hot once since they got to the conference play, yeah. um, and they only lost two. So let's. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll. They got two games this week. We'll definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna try to. I want to try to watch that Texas Tech game. I think that's on Saturday. Might be able to get the team out there. <laughs> um, our we our tournament game is this Thursday, and we got gotcha. a terrible draw. Uh, um, so we're going to have our hands full, much like the Lady Bearcats in the Big Twelve. Uh, so we'll see if the season is still ongoing on Saturday. Sounds um, good. But 
yeah, could uh, could be a wrap for the 2024 uh, season. Um, and so, well, I won't. Let's let's. I won't get on a hey, tangent about hey, that. You're coaching, man. You gotta have some faith here. <laughs> I, I do. I know, yeah, I was, I was. What I was thinking is some of the uh, the conference awards has started to be announced, and we have gotcha. uh, a, a couple girls uh, on that, and one of them who's made a first team all district. Uh, so, you know, super excited for her and some potential going into her senior year. But this is not a uh, coach, coach Brandon podcast. We won't we won't get into that because I could talk about that forever as well. Could be a nice little end of the year. Pick me up. Get, you know, it, it could be, tickets, it, you know, to kind of, you know, whether you win or lose. So, yeah, let's uh, let's let's talk baseball, though, before I get too far into it, because I, I need to come up with a practice plan for tomorrow uh, for our, our tournament game anyway. But. Bearcats baseball. We did the preview. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went down to Jacksonville to play Jacksonville uh, and yeah. dropped uh, two in a row before the third game was canceled due to weather. Yeah. Um, the first game seemed like it was uh, it, it was competitive. It was yes. it was fun. Um, that was happening as we were as we know, were recording live. the yeah. preview. Uh, and then the, the second game of the doubleheader came about and they sort of whooped us pretty bad. Yeah, they were just line up and I mean that, that, that kid they got Delgado was all over both games just a threat for us when he was at bat um, mm-hmm. um a threat against us when he was at bat um I mean they they just had a good time <laughs> <laughs> against us unfortunately in that second game um double hairs are weird you know like, like I said I thought originally I thought it was not a double hair because you know the way the coach talked about it coach Bishop talked about it was uh that there was a start Friday Saturday and Sunday for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that got changed, and I just didn't catch it between then. But um, yeah, double hair, not good. I mean, a few people were watching in the Discord uh, mm-hmm. that second game, uh, you know. So it's good to have some eyes on. It. I think, like 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 Coach Bissell mentioned, you know, the leadership <laughs> around the university wants to win in baseball as well. We we mm-hmm. we I think we were being empowered by the conference that we're in to be competitive in these other sports. Um, and I think baseball is sort of that next project to get rolling um, and get going. Um, <coughs> obviously, it's, it's tough because we're rebuilding and after also coming off of not such competitive tenure before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I, I playing back into this, you know, the CFP appearance, all those, you know, a few years ago now, like, um, I think really pushed – the alumni and students to see what else is out there and what else is possible for our other teams. Um, yeah. I think that's really helped generate some excitement too. Um, you know, you saw more kids going to our club hockey games and things like that. You know, um, I think, I think that's happening with baseball, um, especially with the Reds being okay, but having what we consider incompetent leadership. Um, yeah. Uh there's been a hunger to see what else is out there. And, you know, being people who want to pay attention to our university and, and, uh, uh, you know, support these other student athletes. Uh, I think baseball is a good venture for that. Unfortunately, we got smacked by some dolphins this weekend. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you know, we, we move on to Northern Kentucky, uh, this Tuesday, tomorrow, uh, so we have 3 PM game, catch on the, uh, big 12 now, uh, had a chance to really do a preview of that so so sorry about that uh but uh i think we uh we usually have played 
pretty competitively. I mean, we've won 37 times against them to 15. So the series has been going on for a good while. Yeah. Uh, we're on a four-game winning streak against them right now. So let's hope we can keep that going. Uh, I haven't been able to look to see uh, what their program is looking like this year. But uh, nice little local matchup if you're off early. Uh, pretty sure it's going to be uh, at home. So some good cool, early action cool. to see them play. It is um, supposed to be a little warmer uh, yeah. tomorrow, I believe, so, and then Wednesday, super nice as well. I've been meaning to ask you, Darren, have you, um, do you try your luck on the golf course? Yes. <laughs> we need to get together and golf yeah. sometime then. Um, definitely uh, need to make that happen. Sunday, it's supposed to be really nice, and ho- I'm hoping to I'm, – I'm, I'm fiending to get back out on the golf course. Yeah. Uh, I'm terrible. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking to break 100. Yeah, I'm looking to break a to break a 120. So there you go. Okay, so that, that will happen this summer. I, I promise. Um, and you know, I asked that because uh, the Bearcats golf team it will be in action next month in March. Yes. I'm super excited for that. Uh, we might do a maybe a preview show of that as well uh, and try uh, try our luck talking golf. Uh, I'm still relatively new to the sport. I never played it growing up definitely waited until adulthood to get into it but uh yeah, i'm kind like of obsessed with it right now. Yeah. Um, so looking forward to following uh the golf team as well and really the last thing as as we've went uh, over our time here we try to keep this to an hour but we've mm-hmm. i mean jam-packed episode yeah. uh all t- type of things to talk about the last thing to, to talk about really the announcement that the tbt tournament yes the basketball tournament is coming to Fifth Third Arena. Um, I've covered that tournament um, with a press pass several times. Um, last summer when it was going on, I was in Michigan, which you can bet uh, legally uh, on DraftKings on the TBT tournament, and I won a lot of money as the Bearcats uh, you know, dominated that thing. I'm excited for it to be in Fifth Third Arena. I definitely hope to be able to cover that again this year with you. Yeah. And uh, – We'll see if Jacob Evans, Jaron Cumberland can't go on another run like they did this year and, and make it uh, out of the, yeah. the region and into the um, – I don't know what, what the next – I don't even remember what the next level is, but they definitely had a chance to uh, to make a deep run. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if we're not making runs in March, I'll take a run in July. I forget <laughs> well, you, know? you saw what that win against, you know, the Zip-Em-Up did. You know, people oh, were yeah. – that, Oh, that I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I made an appearance on a post-game uh, Twitter Spaces – yeah, and I had been <laughs> drinking, and I was pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was it. Was a good time. I'm, I'm excited to see what that'll look like in uh, in fifth third. Well, yeah. So I, I'm guessing we took that from Xavier. They guess anyone else at Centos for the yeah, region. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. They, they, I think they saw you, the excitement and said, "Yeah, let's take it." Yeah, it's, I mean, uh, of course. You, you, I mean, that you, you win the region, mm-hmm. you, you get to host. Why not? Yeah. I like it. Well, it's funny because. So like I, so they've expanded the basketball tournament has like whoever like owns the that company they, they've expanded um what they're doing so like they started the soccer tournament last year um, oh, okay okay so yeah that happens also so right. I'm guessing they do a lot of their announcements around the same time because so FC Cincinnati has an old team a lot of the you know like as you see it's like a lot of alumni and stuff so for like the soccer tournament there's a lot of collections of retired players like the U.S. women okay. had a team um, FC Cincinnati had a collection of guys who went, who went down. Led by Chad Johnson, um, or Chad Ochocinco, uh yeah. is also on that team. So they did announcements this week as well. Um, so we have some former uh, FCC players uh, 
coming back for the Netty FC, and then Chad Oshosink also announced that he's coming back to the team for their tournament this year. Uh, their format is uh, you play, I think, uh, in group stages, um, okay. and then uh, best of three, like, like, like two of three or something like that, or three of them, but you usually advance. So it's like a little uh, three-team round robin in the groups. Okay. Um, okay. So those usually go on around the same time. So we got local uh, TST, TBT teams, or the teams <laughs> yeah. uh, of former athletes. So love it, love it, good stuff. Um, we'll be we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we got we'll have a handful of games to talk talk about. Uh, the storylines will will write themselves, I'm sure, and uh, hopefully we're still talking about meaningful games that are coming up next week. And see if we can get uh, a little closer to our to our magic number, Darren. Love it. Love it. All right. I'll, as always, cheers. Go Bearcats. Cheers. Go Bearcats. <laughs>